0: A fire destroyed an obscure factory in California a few weeks ago. Apollo Masters Corporation ran one of only two plants in the world that supplied lacquers, crucial components in the creation of vinyl records. The source of three-quarters of the world's lacquers is now gone. I'd never thought much about this process before, but the prospect of a lacquer shortage has given me a new appreciation for the arcane art of making records. A lacquer is a disc coated with a proprietary material and shipped to cutters who scribe the music into a spiral groove with a lathe. It's plated with metal and then destroyed when the metal layer is separated so it can be used as a mold for a disc called a mother. From the mother are made the stampers, which go into the pressing machine to make the vinyl. Stampers and mothers eventually wear out, so there's a constant need for new lacquers, which can only be used once. Vinyl now accounts for more than a quarter of all physical album sales, so record companies are scrambling. Some cutters are considering using a much more difficult technique involving copper instead of lacquer. It's cheaper, but sound quality can suffer. There is worry at domestic pressing plants that orders will be sent overseas. This could affect Kansas. Quality record pressings, an important audiophile producer, operates just up the road in Salina. The rich experience of vinyl, the sound quality, the cover art, the collectability looks to become an even more rare and valuable thing very soon. For KMUW, I'm Mark
1: Foley.
2: And this is Musical Space. I'm Fletcher Powell with Mark Foley. Hey, Mark,
0: uh, this is concerning. I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we've got a, a lacquer shortage, which we didn't even know was an important thing, but now I just find out it's super important.
2: Yeah, this reminds me a little bit of when we learned that we were running out of helium, and it's one yeah. of those things that nobody realized was a thing uh-huh. that could even happen. Right, but but it could have a major effect on, on very specific aspects of our lives. Yeah,
0: and that's another Kansas product too, right? Yeah, helium, exactly. Yeah, right. Uh huh. So helium lacquer. Ooh. Um, yeah. So. Um, but it did give me a chance to dive into this crazy process. I mean, making a record is over 100-year-old technology, mm-hmm. right? So they must have had a lot of trial and error to do this stuff.
2: It's man. always been very mysterious to me. me I mean, it, it certainly everything that you describe in the piece, uh, I had no idea about. And I've always wondered how in the world you can get from... Uh, little grooves on on a record to to the beautiful music that comes out.
0: Right, right. And I, I think like every you know old old technology like this, it's mostly labor intensive. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm having a conversation with a good friend of mine who uh, who works up at quality uh, up in Salina, and he was telling me about all the quality control that they have to do. I mean, they have to listen to every uh, every pressing. You know, they have to make sure that there are no bubbles. They have to make sure that that you know, there are all kinds of things that can go wrong with this with this old process. Wow. Yeah, so, so many, many man hours go into this. Uh, I didn't say, but there's also a reference lacquer that's shipped with the lacquer. So there's actually two. And, you know, when you think about it, you, a lacquer only gives one side of the record uh-huh. so each record actually <laughs> involves four lacquers
2: oh my gosh yeah,
0: i know yeah and i don't i don't even know what a lacquer looks like yeah right uh but it's it's an aluminum disc and it's is coated with this this stuff that's um they say it's a little like uh, fingernail polish i mm-hmm. suppose um but and it's a secret formula of course so so you know who and knows you know what's gonna
2: happen as we know and, and I guess as you sort of implied vinyl has been making a big comeback yes. and, and and as you said it uh, accounts for what a quarter of, of all your physical album sales uh, now uh, you know and and we know for a while it had sort of uh, gone by the wayside with CDs and whatnot but certainly people appreciating the sound quality uh, that vinyl produces has has caused it to make such a big comeback and, yeah. and and so this is this is kind of a big deal it's, for
0: for it's music big yeah. CDs aren't collectible, are they? I mean, the digital age has kind of made made Mm -hmm. music a throwaway thing. Um, I've been throwing away more CDs than I have been buying them, which is sad to say. (laughs) Um, But albums, I, I couldn't imagine throwing away an album. Right, I couldn't do it. Well,
2: you can't even. Yeah. I mean, it's not something that you can approximate. You can at least uh, approximate the CD with your digital files, right? Because either way, there it's yeah, digital. Right, but right. Uh-huh. but with the vinyl, you you can't turn that into digital and have it be the exact same thing.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. So I hope people figure this out. <laughs> yeah. There is another plant in Japan that's that's creating some lacquers, um, but they're already dealing with the backlog. Yeah. So yeah, wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh,
2: we will uh, celebrate records themselves yes. at least as long as we can and your listening list today does that uh we were listening to Bo Diddley um make a hit record uh tell me about Bo Diddley <laughs> yeah, well we know about Bo
0: but amazingly uh productive uh, yeah. artist and he invented the Bo Diddley beat right you know? so I'm a huge fan and and he's one of these people that took New Orleans uh music and and brought it to uh, you know American culture at large so we owe him, owe him a huge debt Um, I didn't know much about this album Um, the London Bow Diddley Sessions from 1973 uh, seems like he followed a lot of um, blues and R&B artists that went on to have a European career at least somewhat so uh yeah the tune is called make a hit, hit record and it's just a semi-cynical look at <laughs> how you how you make it in the in the record business
2: let's move forward uh with someone i think probably when you think of this guy and you think of listening to his music you're hearing the hisses and the pops of all the old records right. that that yeah. uh uh-huh. that produced it robert johnson uh, of course
0: yeah yeah so this is this is phonograph blues one of his great blues tunes it's a very thinly veiled double entendre, um, talking about um, wishing his woman was back. Um, mm. And and the analogy is a phonograph record that won't play anymore. And he talks about how his needle is getting rusty. Um, you can fill in the blanks there. <laughs> um, but Robert Johnson, I, I would think more than anybody else, is... is um, or at least one of the, one of the handful of people that all the British rockers mm. latched onto, like Eric Clapton sure. and, and uh, Jimmy Page and so on. Um, so immensely important, and and his career rose right as these race records rose too. So it's we're listening to a really amazing slice of uh, American history too. Um, so phonograph blues from 1936. <laughs>
3: Leave your head up,
2: If you haven't yet figured it out, we're not just celebrating the record. Uh, every title that Mark has brought along today uh, deals with records in one yeah. way or another. Bo Diddley uh-huh. with Make a Hit Record, Robert Johnson with Phonograph Blues. Now we have Tom Tall with Stack of Records. Tell me about Tom yeah, Tall. Right, I don't know right. Tom Tall.
0: <laughs> me either. But uh, <laughs> uh, but a Google search uh, for <laughs> songs with records in uh-huh. the title is going to come up with some really cool stuff. Um so, yeah, I, not only are these tunes with uh, records in the title, but most of these are love songs. Because um, that's important to me. Like, records being a part of your love life, and right. part of wooing somebody, and, um, et, et cetera. Tom Tall was this really cool rockabilly singer from the 50s. Um, this tune comes from 1958, Stack of Records, and it's about how he has a stack of records, but he needs to find that certain one to woo his woman. I
4: got a stack of records here, a stack of records there. I got records scattered all over everywhere, but I'm looking for one that I can't find. The one where the guitar plays so fine, because that's the only song that my baby likes to hear. i looked high and low everywhere I know. I can't find the one that my baby loves so. Oh, tell me, what am I gonna do? That's the only song that my baby likes to hear It goes... the records an hour or two and I've about decided what I've got to do. I'm gonna get me a guitar and learn to play. I'll serenade my baby night and day. Then I'll play the song that my baby likes to hear. I'll go.
2: ahead a few years, uh, someone everyone knows, Willie Nelson.
0: Yeah, from 1962, he wrote this this tune, Mr. Record Man. So this is a cry in your beer song, which Uh he does so (laughs) well, right? Um, Yeah, so Mr. Record Man is about how he needs to find this record because it's about a guy who was lovelorn. So um, it's a little meta that way. (laughs) Uh, It's on an album called And Then I Wrote.
4: Mr. Record Man, I'm looking for a song I heard today There was someone blue singing about someone who went away Just like me, his heart was yearning for a love that it used to be It's a lonely song about a lonely man Like me, there was uh, something about a love that didn't treat him right. And he'd wake from troubled sleep and cry her name at night. Mr. Record Man, oh, get this record for me, won't you please?
2: All right, uh, more more love songs with records. Uh, Benny King, very cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, he's he's the one that did uh, Stand By Me, and it, that was the only tune I knew of his. Mm. And so uh, then, again, this Google search got me his way, and I found this other really cool tune from 1967, The Record. So, again, it's about finding a record that's going to tell his baby how much he, he loves her, Uh, The subtitle of this tune is Baby, I Love You. Um, So Benny King.
2: Jump ahead just a little bit to the 1970s. Uh, Sister Gertrude Morgan, that name is familiar, but I'm not sure I know who this is.
0: Yeah, you probably know her in the visual arts world. Okay. Because she was one of these what they call outsider artists. Um, She was, you know, this provincial um, artist who did these amazing paintings. And um, so kind of like a Grandma Moses character, I suppose, like did her own thing. And her style was so unique um, that that the art world really latched onto her. Somebody stuck a microphone in her face one day, and and so um, also also her her uh, her art is deeply deeply religious. Mm. Uh, she considered herself a bride of Christ and only wore white. Uh, just a real character. Uh-huh. Wow. And uh, so she's evangelizing here in in a way that that only a record can do, right? <laughs> uh, so somebody said sister gertrude let's let's make a record so it seems like she's just improvising these lyrics uh as she plays the tambourine really well by the way she's an amazing tambourine player uh, but she's just rejoicing that she can make a record <laughs> and 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 um, you know spread the gospel yeah uh and, and the um so the energy is is infectious i just love this sister gertrude morgan let us make a record from the early 1970s.
1: Ah, let us make a record for my Lord. Let us make a record uh, for my Lord. Come on, let's make a record for my Lord. Let's make a record uh, for my Lord. Prophet Isaiah made a record for my Lord. Prophet Isaiah made a record for my Lord. Ezekiel made a record. Oh my Lord, Ezekiel made a record uh, for my Cuz Let's make a record for oh my Lord. Let's make a record uh, for my lord I wanna make a record uh, for my Lord. Hallelujah! Come on, let's make a record. I wanna make a record uh, for my Lord, Make a record uh, for my Lord. I want make a record for my lord don't you want to make a record for my lord don't you want to make a record for my lord holy 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 my god come on let's make a record give up the world give up lucifer he's no good a demon a lying one let's
2: so we had some tunes from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and then sort of like vinyl, I mean not not exactly then, but sort of like vinyl we we drop away for a while and then come back in the in the early 2000s. Um King Brit, tell me about King Brit. This is from 2005 now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to get into I, I wanted to get meta meta now because because now we're in sampling culture. Mm-hmm. And so Vinyls have this new semiotic layer of 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 meaning, right? Because we can take vinyl and sample it and make new vinyl with it. So I wanted to see what somebody would do with with that Sister Gertrude Morgan um, sample. Cool. So that's what he did. It sounds a lot like Moby, what he did with uh, with gospel singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the tambourine is really big in this track. It's a pretty minimal track, really, but. But I just love it it's it's a DJ making a record about a record that's about making a record <laughs>
2: <laughs> so uh, this is King Brit let's make a record from 2005 uh, mark I, I don't I don't know what we're gonna do
0: yeah I don't know we well, uh, just hold on your vinyl maybe uh, maybe start doing some crate digging maybe you can find some other stuff in thrift stores and stuff
2: yeah oh yeah. all right we'll uh, do the best we can all
0: right thanks <laughs> thanks so much Fletcher thanks Mark let us make a record.
1: Yeah.